go. <laughs> Hello, John, and welcome to Rum Doings 25. It's so lovely and sunny. What a great day to be alive. I am now definitely editing that at the beginning. No, you're not. Thing. I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Sing, Mick, sing. Sing the beginning. That will never happen. <laughs> but you should. I will say that this is episode number 25. Mm-hmm. What Nick doesn't know is that I have edited his singing in before this and you've already heard it. That was just a test sound level, so uh-huh. you've deleted that. So it's gone know. forever. Excellent. Um, I didn't save the project as at the beginning of this one, so we may lose this episode. Oh, no. Yeah, well, it probably won't be a particularly episode. good episode. Probably anyway. not. No. Um, today's topic is, and I almost can't believe that we haven't discussed this yes, already, right. is uh, should we legalise drugs? That's right. All of the all drugs. Why have we not discussed this before? Why have we not discussed this before? Well, I don't know whether we should... That should be our topic, or whether we should... Should we uh, criminalise all drugs should be our topic. What, all drugs? All drugs. No more aspirin And no more paracetamol. No. Uh, Exactly. Does that that include homeopathic drugs? Yes. Except homeopathic drugs. You'll have to take as much (laughs) homeopathy rules. Absolutely. You have to be. You don't have to be as polite to them as I thought you had to be, because Simon Singh won his Hooray! case against the Wu merchants. So we can great. say he's at all chiropractors. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Are pedophiles. <laughs> no, you we can't can say, say that. The court proved it. You can say that now without fear <laughs> of being fairly sued. certain. You can't say that. All chiropractors like to fiddle with little boys' backs. There are people in my church who listen to this podcast. Why? And I'd like it. Are they there really? Be, yes, there are. <laughs> and I would like it if there could be one episode where we, you didn't talk about paedophiles during it, just well, for my reputation. Well, the people in your church are very lucky, basically, that we aren't as naughty as we could be. I suppose. You know, think... Slightly flawed logic. Think, 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 think about what we could be inflicting on your church here. We could be talking about all sorts of rude things. We could be, and we never talk we about... We talk it. about ladies' bits. We never talk about anything rude at <laughs> That's all. That's the rudest thing I can think of. I, 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 was, I was going to... <laughs> I, 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 I was teaching John earlier on a method for memorising... Um, numbers. Numbers. And I was about okay, to... Now I can remember the number 12. Yeah. No, but I was about to give out the mnemonic we used to memorise John's passport number. I thought maybe that wouldn't be wise. <laughs> to give everybody your passport number. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe we could give you a credit card as well. That's a good idea. And everybody can be you. Why does your T-shirt say sloshy upside down? You tried to explain to me off there earlier, but I just don't understand. Homestarrunner.com. Um, mm. It's slightly defunct now, it seems, but it's uh, for about ten years it's been a Everything. Superb. All these online free, yeah, no, only, free entertainment only last go a, defunct. Only lasted a decade. What are they thinking? Not as long as us. <laughs> That's true, I've lasted 32 years without and, going defunct. Uh, and Rum Doings has lasted 25, which is more than 10, and the decade's 10. That's true, that's a good point. Yes. That's good maths. Yes. Sloshy, uh, in, in Homestar Runner, there's a character called Strong Bad. And he's strong Bad. Strong Bad. So he's strong and he's bad. Yes, and he does, he wears a Mexican wrestling mask and boxing gloves, and he responds to people's emails. Wow. And, um Talking about emails, shall we go through our um, we could. listener emails? Okay, well, no, but carry on. Yeah, so he, made, he made up the band uh, Sloshy because he wanted to have a band that he was into that no, so he could sound cool. Oh, I and see. And they don't exist. And so their name's written upside down and there's something written on the back as well that I can't be bothered to turn around for you to see. Good, good. Good. Talking about email. <laughs> yes, that's smooth. Yeah. 
Okay, well, this is also thematic. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you like some rum to go with it? Oh, yes, that's a good idea. We, we should. Do, we got the mystery bottle, haven't we? Well, Laura got us last some week rum we had last week. Beautiful Venezuelan rum, which but, I think. Would you agree that's the best? Week? I'm not saying this to to uh, to be nice to Laura because I'm never nice to Laura. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, well, I think you, that was who by, the hell is she? Some um, woman. And I think uh, that's the best. <laughs> some, some other woman's bought us something to try and compete now. <laughs> They're competing for our, our rum loyalties. <laughs> that's right. Let's who's see, got who's, the best who's, partner? Who's better, Laura or Victoria? That's what we're about to find out. Genuinely haven't looked at the bottle. I'm about to unveil it. What's this? Oh wow! Oh, actually, honey and oh, oh I think you're this have could to be con- Laura. <laughs> I don't know because that Venezuelan one was amazing. Oh, um, would you agree it's the best we've had so far it in is. 25 episodes? I this is say. interesting. It's... But this looks after two weeks ago, Victoria bought us um, that dreadful. Uh, it wasn't dreadful. It was just Bacardi, Bacardi rubbish. <laughs> yes, it wasn't rubbish. It, just, it was. Rubbish. It's just it's just Bacardi. Yeah, it was some. It was like some alcohol. alcohol. Yes. This is Cayo Grande Club Honey and Rum Ron Miel. Now someone recommended the Honey Rums to us, didn't mm. they? Who was it? I think someone emailed us about Honey Rums. A while no, it back. wasn't. Was it not? I think it was. Oh, what? was John Finnemore John... recommended the Honey Rums? Yes, we've not was. heard from him recently. Our celebrity friends. I think he listened to episode ten and then he never spoken <laughs> to us again. For some reason, we haven't heard from the <laughs> rum, from the Now Show correspondent. Um, I can't believe you opened that off mic. It didn't have a clippy thing. Oh, I see. Ooh, it looks like it's got a seal. I think it might be a measure pourer. Okay. Oh, I see. Bring out your glass. One measure, please. Would you like a measure? A tot, I I'd think like is a... <laughs> what you call rum. Let's pour out a tot. No, it just seems to no. goop out anyway. There we go. We'll give you a little bit in case it's awful. It looks like it would be great. Honey sounds fantastic. Honey is always good. Um, right, let me... Can I insist that you put the lid on it straight away? It's on your left arm there. Yes. Okay, let's try it. Um, are you ready? Mm, smells strange. Oh, that's lovely. It is and honey. it's the absolute diametric opposite of the yeah. other rum. That's so like honey. It's, well, it's, read the name out again because everyone should buy this one this as well. Is, yes, in fact, we the last two. In fact, and the, in these last two weeks, we have all the rum anybody ever needs. Yes, that's true. And and it's also because if you had this one week, and you then you start getting tired of it, you don't have that. Mm. The one from last one for another week, and then you just the last one between... wasn't sweet, like it no. wasn't sick, it wasn't no. sugary sweet. It was whereas this one is this one is another, well, honey sweet, and it, and, and it was an incredibly complex flavor as well. Yeah. It was the Pampero Anniversario, the Ron Enego. I can't even pronounce my my uh, Portuguese is not very good. Cayo Grande Club, uh, and it's made in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. We both bought uh, Spanish countries. Um, El Ron Milcayo Grande Club es una mezcla de puro y aromático. Ron con miel exigentemente seleccionada. Se <laughs> identifica por su fina y sedoso sabor. It's uh, delicious flavors. I think that's. Rom Doings would like to apologize to all the <laughs> Spanish listeners. Excellent. Spanish and Latino listeners. Uh. But this is a very not. There's nothing complex about this one at all, is there? It's just no, it's but it's smooth, one but note, it's, and it's amazing. It's, it's, it's an amazing. It's, it's note. a beautiful note, mm. and it's not a harsh, unpleasant note. Mm. Like no, I, it, I'm looking at the bottle of um, <laughs> the white rum that the still white has rum. pride of place in the studio. Ha, in the studio, ha, ha, have no other employees in the studio been tempted to pilfer it from you? No. Well, uh, one of my housemates and I have a running joke of trying to hide it in each other's property. Right. Um, so I've had it, found it in my coat pocket, in my pillow, <laughs> all over the place. But the liquid looks uh, e- uh, the equally. Same place yes, it was. that's right. You could put a mark on the side of the yeah. bottle; it would not have gone down yeah, below that. Interestingly. Now the other problem with this is it doesn't taste alcoholic in the slightest. No, so this, I think I could quite happily have yeah. a glass of this exactly, yeah, and then immediately drop dead. Yes. So what's the percentage? Oh, I'm just, sure. There's not even a kick to it. It's so small. No, I'm sure there's not much in it. Um, let's have a. Is that the bottom right? Look. 
25%. Oh, so that's, and that's 40%. The other one, last right. week's one was 40%. So right, 25%. So it's a significant amount less alcohol, but still, 25% still 25%, is pretty strong. You're not going to get a wine at 25%. No, exactly. So this is um, yeah. dangerous stuff. Considering, you know, considering a 7% beer is considered mm. strong. Um, you know what, what? I think this would go really well with a lovely bowl of vanilla ice cream. Mm. I think it would be very good. Can you imagine f- making a sauce, pouring it over some oh. ice cream? Reduce it down and make a sauce. Yeah. What's your favourite um, type of ice cream, vanilla ice cream? Uh, what brand? Mm. I don't know. I mean, the brand isn't so important. I think it's obviously got to be vanilla ice cream that's got little flecks of vanilla in it. If you're going to have vanilla, it's got to be vanilla and it's got to be creamy. Otherwise, I don't particularly mind. What offends me are those kind of watery ones where it, when it, if it melts and it just turns into a puddle of water, right. not a sticky, creamy ooziness, <laughs> then I have a problem with it. See, I am, I'm going to have a bit of a margarine moment here. Mm. I adore the you know the really lovely um, mm. vanilla ice creams with the the pot, vanilla pods in there. That's mm. fantastic. But my absolute favourite is the very very cheapest, mm. the um, the supermarket uh, cheap brand, really? you know, the value yeah. white. It's white vanilla, not the creamy vanilla, mm. but the white vanilla. Oh, it's, it costs like one p for a tub, and there's something magical about it. No, I don't. I don't know. But that, that said, we've talked about this before. I don't mind a completely crappy Mr. Whippy ice cream with a flake. Of course, in it. yeah, absolutely. And in a sense. I think I would prefer that than having a, a Mr. Whippy ice cream made with proper ice cream. Because I think that would be too dense. It would sort yeah, of spoil it. Yeah. You, you know, so I quite like having a Mr. Whippy ice cream. But I think, no, from the supermarket, I wouldn't. It's interesting. In South Africa, they used to produce the stuff. Now, we know what a sorbet is, or mm-hmm. which is basically usually a watery, fruity um, concoction that yes. doesn't have any dairy in it. Yes. Um, but there were, in South Africa, there was a product called Sorbit. Mm-hmm. And it was to ice cream what margarine is to butter. Oh, it's right. kind of yellowy, oily, <laughs> cheap, awful yeah. stuff. Uh, and that is what I think of when I think of what you're describing. Oh, no, I think it would be interesting same, to but... try one. There's something very magical about the flavour. It's very smooth and very lovely. Right. I've wolfed that uh, stuff down. That would, you, would you like some more? No, I probably shouldn't, what, it being the middle of the afternoon. And you're, you are drinking coffee from a glass. <laughs> you do would you so... like me to add a tot to your coffee, to uh, like, as if it's a coffee, coffee syrup? Do you know I would? Okay, I would like you to do that. I'll give you a tot. I shall be uh, all over the place. Yeah, this I'll evening. just give you a tot. It's okay. The the, mm-hmm. the coffee in a glass will will say when. Be yeah, when. Okay. Beautiful. Right. Good. Um, I think it will go very well together. Well, it should. Um, even I, who am not a coffee aficionado, would suggest it should go nicely. Yes, that's very good. Mm. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Invented something new there. Okay, let's hear some letters. Okay, I'm not going to read this guy's name out just in case. Um, Make up a funny name. It's a Simon made up name. Okay. Um, he says, "Dear Rum Doings, mm-hmm. recently a new recruit joined our team at work to celebrate, and to celebrate, our boss ordered a metric ton of freshly baked scones with clotted cream." Mm-hmm. Question: Should I be worried? Um, no, because it means your boss is responsible, precisely, and is ensuring that all your new colleagues behave themselves. Absolutely, I think precisely. you. I think bearing in mind the sorts of colleagues you have, if your boss didn't buy them scones and clotted cream, then you should be worried. Lock up your daughters. Excellent. Nick Abraham, who is... Um... You're allowed to mention his name. Yes, absolutely. He says, I'm ashamed to say that today I heard some of the Now Show. Oh, we haven't mentioned them in a long Sorry, time. Sorry, it's true. An excerpt having been played on ABC Radio's National The Science Show. Uh, who's a gentleman in America? It could be, or ABC is also an Australian channel, so he oh, could yeah. be Australian. Um, and actually, Please email us at podcast at rumdings.com and tell me whether you are Australian or American. American. This is, uh, one of the two. You are not, one not, of the two. Not Nick Abrahams. I want everybody else to. Everyone else. Just email us whether you're American or Australian. No, I want them to tell me whether Nick Abrahams oh, is American okay. or Australian. Fair enough. Um, 
He said, so he listened to some of it and actually kind of enjoyed it. Oh also, having now actually heard some of said show, I now realise what a good job you, d- you two did on episode 10 special. On the episode 10 special. Mm-hmm. Kudos and keep up with the good work. I think we did a very good job on episode 10 special, and I think not enough people have given us credit for the amazing work we did there. I think you're right. I'm not bitter. Adam James wrote to say that he proposes a rule 39, which is mm-hmm. that it is absolutely unacceptable to complain at, quote, losing an hour of sleep when we change from GMT to BST. Punishable by uh, public necklacing, he says. Right, what do you suggest? I completely disagree with him. I do as well. I emphatically disagree. I agree as well. It's, it's a treat to gain sleep, and it's annoying to it's lose it. It's very annoying to lose But it is about sleep. The, I, think, no, I think maybe the corollary should be, you can't complain unless you also enjoy the treat of gaining the extra hour of sleep. Oh, that tough. seems fair. Yes, you should yeah. revel in the bonus hour. Mm, exactly. I'll tell you the year I didn't revel in the bonus hour, my when? 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. It was uh, hosted in this house. And uh, it was a 70th birthday party show. What, in your house, not in this. Yeah. Not in the, in the, well, the studio is in one of the wings of my, yeah. of our, of my house. True, true. Um, the, uh, and I shared, it was a shared birthday party with my friend uh, Stuart Campbell, who, was, who is. Um, the Scottish uh, the same, Nazi. Yeah. Scottish Nazi, and he's the yeah. same birthday as I do. Mm. And so um, we had a, 70th, a joint 70th birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I had made it very clear on the inv- invitations. That uh, it would it was to end at two a.m. because the last time we had a party in this house, people wouldn't leave until four, and we were yeah. miserable and wanted them to go. So I made it very clear that you have to leave by two a.m. And people always think, "Is John serious about? This? Is he really serious?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm serious about the two a.m." Because you know thing. what you're like. Well, it's just at two a.m. I'm done. I want to go. If you were at a party, you'd go home at that point. You probably wouldn't let babies attend your wedding. Of course, I would let babies attend my wedding. How dare you? <laughs> you well, well know that I, if I were to have a wedding, I would allow there to be babies. So Judith can come to your wedding. Judith is very welcome. Well, you and Victoria aren't, but yeah. <laughs> Judith is very having welcome. a wedding with only babies. <laughs> only babies. <laughs> by a baby priest. <laughs> Get the baby to fill in that thing online, yeah, actually, the Universal Church like, thing. I, I, I don't want to talk about baby priests. Something's, <laughs> something's wrong there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there we are. Anyway... Um, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. You're now. talking about your lovely. You, you you may only come here if you leave a two. Bring me a present <laughs> that is worth more than ten pounds each, and uh-huh. you, we will not be providing any snacks. I think if you go to a party, you kind of want to go home before two a.m. Therefore, you yes. should be allowed to leave your own party at two a.m. So we get well, you to... could leave. You should have booked a hotel. And just... <laughs> That's what I should have done. So unfortunately, my birthday happened to fall that I year. I wasn't invited on... to your birthday. Martin Coxer was there, so I assume you were invited. I wasn't. I presume you were because Martin was. I wasn't invited. It seems to very unlikely I'd invite Martin. You know what you're you. like. I do prefer Martin to you, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it got to 2am and it turned out to be the night that the clocks went back. And so suddenly it was 1am again and everyone went, hooray, we can stay for another hour. And, and you went, no. Did. You went, no. I did and I was grumpy about it. Did you go, do? I didn't go, do. You also joke grumpy character. patch on. I'm allowed to be a grumpy patch at 2 in the morning. It's allowed then. Is it? Yes. Excellent. My grump patch grows and blossoms was, at night. Oh, we agreed. What was the best time? Oh, three three twenty-five. Yes, wasn't it? I think it was. You should was, explain that. Was it? It was the best. I think time. it was three twenty-five. No, it would have been twenty-five past. Three. Twenty-five past three. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's the best time. Yes, you should so. explain why that's the best time. No, I'm going to then. Go on then. Well, back in the olden days when I was using Linux, like a good boy, mm-hmm. um, KDE in particular, KDE with fuzzy clock and fuzzy clock and fuzzy clock. The most precise setting you could have on fuzzy clock was it would tell you the, to the nearest five minutes, mm. which only makes sense because that's what we all do when yes. we look at clocks. Is and, we it round would, up. and it would say it in English. Ideally, a clock. If I had a wall, my ideal wall clock would just would just the minute hammer just chunk from quarter past to twenty past yes. in one big jump because yes. you're going to round up either way. Exactly. Um, 
And so this is what this clock did. Does it only showed you every? It would tell you, but it wrote it out in literally in, in words. Word, in letters. So it was in so it spelled T-W-E-N-T-Y out. T W E N T Y dash F I O V E and so on. Yes. Exactly. So twenty five past three, and that was the most aesthetically pleasing time. And and quite troublingly, uh, in hindsight, <laughs> in those days, that was the time. Ago. Yes, the ten years ago, we would go. Oh, that's this is a.m. Be- that's bedtime then. <laughs> a.m. Twenty five a.m. Yeah. Was the time. I mean, so when we saw twenty five past three on the fuzzy clock on our respective computers, I should yeah. guess. Um, we would go, oh, it's bedtime because it's 25 past three. Imagine being so young again. <laughs> yes. Imagine, uh, imagine being... being kept up all night for some reason. No, I can't, <laughs> I can't think of yes. any situation where <laughs> there would be... I suppose we could call it the fuzzy clock, <laughs> 25 past whinge. Um, any other letters from our adoring listeners? Uh, they do adore us, don't they? Some of them do. Others are complaining. Graham Payne complained about our last about the ones with Martin Cox. He didn't like them. So we've gotten rid of Martin. I like the ones in Martin Coxall. Graham didn't. I'm sorry. Victoria didn't either, really. She, she liked not? She liked it, but she said we were trying too hard, and she we felt were, sorry for that's you. That's an odd accusation, the yeah. trying too hard, because none of us, we never try. We, we weren't we've, trying. We've never really. tried once no, but I think on this was, podcast. No, but I think it was that we were competing to get a word in edgeways, but that usually happens anyway. Well, that's kind of true, although when there were three of us, yes, it was it more competitive the to speak. Do you think? Well, that's I what I've been know. told. Well, let us know. Yeah, tell you us. You can join our um, Facebook, uh, our Facebook. Facebook fan group, facebook.com slash rumdoings. Apparently, we've got nearly 100 fans. 100 fans. <laughs> it was so important with our yeah. fans. Apparently so. Someone wrote to us, to us about QI. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, I did disagree with this one. So, actually, if you can continue, sure. if you can read this one out, I will disagree on air with this gentleman. This is from another Nick. He says, hello, love the podcast. Love the podcast, Steve. Love the podcast, Steve. As I have probably said before when ranting about your deep lack of taste when it comes to rum, mm. how dare you. Um, just wanted to say I ho- ho- agree wholeheartedly uh, with your criticism of QI, but in my opinion you missed one key point, how, which is how deeply sexist it is. The vast majority of QI is all male. If here is a, w- if there is a woman, he's missed out the T, um, in, in the show, she is often on her own. There has certainly never been three women on the show at one time. Of course, this is the problem with the BBC in general and television, and of course, society. I so dis- I maybe I shouldn't single out QI, but then of course it is annoying. I disagree. The show, this supposed bastion of high intellect, is primarily composed of white English men from the south of England, and he fails yeah. to say, shouting at each other every time they try to say anything clever. Yeah, I, 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 I actually disagree with him. I think the, I think Fry's even pointed this out. They they look for women. The women don't really want to be on it. It is a, it is a kind of a masculine show in the sense of masculine that we used last last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about men showing off what they do or don't know um, in a very kind of slightly shallow but slightly interesting sort of way. Um, what's sad is when it turns when the masculinity gets turned into a silly kind of let's all try and out joke one another. Uh, rather than actually revel in the funny facts within it. Now, I don't. I'm not literally saying that if you have the wrong sorts of chromosomes, you won't like QI. But it is masculine, and as I said last week, in a societal sense. In the same way that I would suggest that what's that program with all the ladies sitting around a table? It's called the message or something. Oh, the in, a, view. Oh, in America, the view it's called is, the view. Got, oh, loose women. It's called. Yeah, it's called loose women it? here. Yes. Uh, I, I, I no more decry the lack of female representation on QI than I do the lack of male representation on, yeah, loose, on loose women. But then I think about the women who go on QI who've been. I mean, Joe Brown. I don't like Joe Brown. Is, is not very good on that yeah. show, unfortunately. But Linda Smith was fantastic. She's Sadly, her her being dead has yeah. somewhat uh, stunted her appearance. I think there are a few women who perform well on that sort of show, and I think mm-hmm. Fry said they've looked for them, and often they they don't. 
want to be on it. They don't like it. Now, you might argue that's because it's inherently masculine. And well, that's the other thing. They well, probably I think ha- there's a difference between sexist and merely wearing a particular garb for a particular point in time. Mm. I don't think... I think... In a sense, I think we should be a society that is sufficiently comfortable to say, at the moment I'm playing being masculine in this particular way, right. but I can easily take off that particular jacket and then be finished with it. It doesn't suddenly bond with my skin, so to speak. Yeah. I, think that, I think when it becomes bonded to the skin is where, it's in, where it becomes problematic in my mind. Um, when it's just lightly thrown on occasionally so that we can enjoy... a a few metaphorical cigars and a, and a tot of <laughs> a tot of rum, and ladies are welcome to join in as well. Um, but realize it's a masculine activity in in the in the smallest m sense of the word. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And similarly, I don't see any I don't see any problem with that because I think if you can easily play with those terms and accept them as they are and allow people to dress up in them like a child who plays dressing up in hen mummy and daddy's clothes, I think that's fine. I don't think that QIA is specifically out there saying we hate all women and therefore we're not allowing any on the show. No, certainly not. Um, Indeed, I think sometimes it's almost worse when there is one woman there, when they've obviously looked very hard and wide for one, well, and there's a tokenistic gesture of I think we have a representative on. proportion of... They, they use stand-up comedians as their panellists, and they yes. have a representative well, exactly. proportion of and women that's, on the show. If we remember so. what we were talking about last week, I think that's the issue. People mm. who are going to give good quippage tend to be stand-up comedians, uh, yeah. and stand-up comedians are overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly. gentlemen. Um, yeah. uh, what I would suggest that they might want to do, therefore, is to perhaps broaden... Whom they think is acceptable. Yes, absolutely. Who who would be your ideal female guest for QI? Just in case American listeners don't know QI, it's a program in which uh, hosted by Stephen Fry, in which four con- guests or contestants are challenged to answer questions on subjects where perhaps received wisdom yeah. is incorrect. Countering received wisdom, um, and then t- and so you're punished for saying obvious answers. For example, if they points. said why when, when when Jesus said a rich man can't go through, go through the eye of a needle, mm-hmm. the obvious answer would be ah yes. yes because no it's it's quite interesting it's it's when you think you're being clever by giving an answer. That's right, yes. Uh, uh, actually, the Eye of the Needle was the name of a gate, gate in Jerusalem. Uh, no, it wasn't. And then the sirens would yeah. flash and the words would appear on actually, the screen behind you, and you would you, lose points. You see, that's the clever thing. It's when you think you're being clever mm-hmm. is when you're wrong. Yes. And I think that's a, that's why it works well with, with, with men. Because men like to, th- you know, oh, look, I know this little fact, yeah. aren't I clever? And then being knocked down. I think it works mm-hmm. less well with a woman because a woman would be less likely to want to show off Perhaps. with that little fact. You know, so, oh, that's so, so who would be your ideal female guest for QI? Um, let's think about who would be good on it. Um, mm. It's difficult to think of... Uh, because now, the problem is what? there are lots of ideal male guests who are quite bad on it. For example, I would never have thought that Jeremy Clarkson would be a good guest. That's true. And yet he's a good guest. And, he's a good and yet guest. there are Rich Hall is a bad guest. Yes. Rich Hall is a good performer, usually. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's difficult to think... Oh, well, that woman would be a good guest because I think it would be quite unpredictable. Maybe Melanie Phillips would be a good guest oh, on no. QI. Surely not. I guess the Jeremy <laughs> no, Clarks and. No, the no exactly. No, yeah. but, you know, preconceptions. And also, yeah. she would have preconceptions and she'd be slightly outraged that the preconceptions yes. would be being challenged, but she's sufficiently intelligent to realise that she'd have to take the evidence on board. So it's that kind of. Well, I don't know. You say that, but then she is anti vax and there's a lot of evidence there and she's not willing to take that well, on board. That's so. true. So, oh, but you see, that's yeah. the problem with ladies. They will end up. <laughs> That's not people. They'll end up being anti-vax and that kind of thing. So that's an issue. No, yeah. Too many ladies... You ladies, that's your problem. You, too many of you are anti-vax. Stop it now. <laughs> I think too many men too. And Dr Andrew Wakefield, I believe, was a man. Yeah, no, but actually the problem is is substantially women are well, it's anti-vax. Mo- it's anti-vax. mothers is it's what you yeah. Mothers, yes. It is, and mothers tend to be women. 
They do in the main, and lots of mothers do yeah. tend to turn out to be women. Quite a few do. After testing. I know that's a sexist statement. It is they, very do, sexist. they do tend to be. Uh, yeah, we were trying to change that. I want more ma- male mothers. Male, male but, mothers. But, <laughs> or mums net. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I love that there's a rival site called Net Mums yes. as well. It's like someone went, oh, there's a market I can get into. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, the thing is, mums net. Um, I wouldn't post on Mumsnet. I wouldn't feel comfortable about posting on Mumsnet because it's mm-hmm. not for me. But it doesn't mean I think Mumsnet is inherently dangerously sexist. And I assume there must be, be a dad's net be, by now. Yeah, but I'm also sure there are occasion there are occasional dads who post to Mumsnet. Yeah. But I I don't I'm, I don't have a problem with that. In, as long as we're generally a free and equal society, mm-hmm. and there are no legal impediments to gaining that or expressing that freedom, then I don't mind if there are pockets within it who are a little bit crufty. Um, that's what <laughs> I actually I think I I think a gentleman's club should be allowed to ban women if it wants, and a ladies' club should be allowed to ban gentlemen if it wants to um within reason i mean it depends how you know if, if it's just if they're just sitting there nattering or smoking cigars or knitting or whatever <laughs> on the other side because that's, whatever only, that's the only thing but, ladies do. but you were talking about the men then ah, ah then I, I don't see too much of a problem with it but i suppose if it becomes if it's ed- the men's club making the the, the, the laws behind the well exactly itself, ex- yeah. exactly that's where it becomes yeah. problem problematic if it has a lot of if that club the men's club of, at the top of the corporation yes exactly <laughs> that, that that's where it becomes yeah. an issue so I suppose it's it's a difficult thicket, but I don't think I don't think we should be focusing on QI for, in this particular issue. <laughs> I don't think they're the for example, larger culprits. For of example, the w- women's hour. I think women's hour is a bigger problem than QI <laughs> if we're talking about our, our, on on air sexism. Yes, that's perhaps true. Will you agree, or do you love women's hour? Now? I don't love women's hour. Um, is there a point for it? Well. In, it's a, in terms of our magazine show, it does a fine job. It's almost very the, dull. The, the angle on it is, is unnecessary. I almost think. Well, yeah. Just a female perspective on the on as a news magazine show is is fine and good radio. I don't think they need to be quite. I don't no. think it needs to be called Women's Hour. It's a dull program, though. It's an it's a fifty year old name, of course. You know, it's, it's a name from mm. the nineteen fifties. It's yeah. a different. It's funny. It's not called era. Ladies Hour. Bearing, no, bearing in mind that it's from the nineteen fifties, mm. it's almost bold of them to call it Women's Hour and not an hour for ladies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> on the light program. The light no, I guess program. it wouldn't be on the light program. It would be on the um, home, service. the home service. Yes, Indeed. of course. Certainly not light. Have Have we any further queries? Here's one. Yeah. I'm not going to read this person's name out because, and well, you'll find out why. You'll have to make it up again. Um, well, I'm not. I'm just going to read it. Ruggiero Ruccici. Yeah, that's how it's from. Ruggiero Ruccici. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, John Nick. It was several weeks ago. Was it? Um, that oh I see it's, it's uh, so okay so someone complaining that we haven't talked about a subject that we're not going to talk about yeah um, for exciting mysterious reasons yes. yeah um, and so they're complaining about this um, and then the the email continues regarding driving in Bath it mm. is very busy I myself have never driven brackets as I am only fourteen right how did that send a, when you read that did that send a chill down your spine. Mm. No, why? I want only 18-year-olds and upwards <laughs> right. to be listening to rum doings. I don't want 14-year-olds listening. Are you telling this person not to? Yes, stop listening, this person. So rude. You're, you're welcome to listen. I'm sure that nothing will be said on this particular programme. But rather brilliantly, she, and I, I think I'm, I'm fairly certain this is she, uh, says, but having to be crouched in the back whilst you are stuck in a car, uh, it is hell, John, you are allowed to get wound up. Fair enough. So that's good. I've been given permission to get yes. round up. Although you, you, uh, it's interesting, uh, it is a she, I think, because her surname is the same as another one of our fans. That's right. That's true. Yes. So perhaps it's brother and sister. Maybe. So but perhaps, I don't want... perhaps the older brother, or maybe it's the same age brother. Maybe they're twins. Maybe we have freaky twin listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want fourteen. Do you not like twins? 
I think they're Christians as well. <laughs> you think everyone's a Christian? No, I think I have reason. You've to, got like I think I have reason to believe that the 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 gentleman is certainly a Christian. Really? I believe I believe I believe this gentleman is on the Facebooks, and I think oh, one of his attributes is Christianity. Stop stalking our listeners. Our listeners stalk me. I got a friend request from this gentleman. Oh, did you? Mm. Are you now friends? I, I respond to all friend requests in the same way. I'm saying no. No, I say yes. To you everyone. say yes to all friend requests. All friend requests. And yeah. what about on Facebook? Oh, ah! oh <laughs> sloshy! Draw you into my clever trap. Sloshy. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be flying somewhere next week. I'm going to be flying to a wedding in the Americas. In the Americas to New York. In the new country. What do you think of airports? When you get to an airport, what do you think? I just want to do bad stand-up material now. No, I really like UK airports. The Heathrow is like going to a really good shopping mall. Um, see, mm-hmm. Terminal Three, especially. Right. It's just there's so much to do and there's so many shops to yeah. go in and it's no, great. I, I mean, I because the, the cliche is oh, airports are terribly stressful, unpleasant places, and, no. and that's right. I've always found airports excruciatingly exciting. Really, um, I don't find so, it exciting. I don't know since I've been a child. It's like the it's a it's literally a port to one of the most magical things you can do after. How many hundreds of thousands of years of humanity looking at the birds, wondering yeah. if we'd ever been able to be up there, and we can do that now. And this is the this is the place that enters into a, a, an almost a mysterious magical zone for me. Sure, that's all Since I've been a kid, remember I was a kid, uh, and maybe the age of uh, five or six, flying from South Africa, mm-hmm. and of course most flights there leave at night because you know, there are long distances, and for some reason, you know, when you fly to America, you fly to England, there are overnight flights. Mm-hmm. So think about it, you know, when you're a young child, the fact that you're allowed to stay up, you're travelling anywhere at night and are allowed to stay up at night yeah, is exciting true. enough as it is. Then you're taken to an airport, this weird, busy place with announcements coming on over the over the tannoy and um, strange procedures you go through as mm-hmm. you enter security, and then... You emerge out onto the tarmac, as it was, because of course you didn't have um, shuttle uh, buses. Oh no, well, yeah, but we didn't, didn't need shuttle buses. Also, they didn't have the uh, oh, the gangplanks, the gangplanks, as, as you call them, that 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 uh, that you'd use today. So you'd you'd be walking across the tarmac, and you'd be going up the stairs onto the, and there would always be because they'd be flying long distances. They'd be Boeing seven four seven and big mm-hmm. jumbo planes. So you can imagine to the young imagination, this was an utter imagine. You yeah. then you would be walking on on this thing, which then took off. Very exciting, the takeoff and all that kind of thing. And you'd be eventually landing in a completely different country mm-hmm. on a different continent and so on. So you can imagine, of course, it's a, but it's, I would it's argue, highly exciting. And the but no, 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 no. But I would argue that the uh, the difference there is, uh, is, is, is that's the destination, that's the goal. But the airport itself isn't there. No, no. The airport could be a conveyor belt in which you had to sit while you were hit with spikes. And that wouldn't make that a good experience because you got to do the fun flight. No, but I think it's the whole preamble of it is the increase of excitement, the introduction of an interesting strangeness. But then I can't stand American airports because they're international Mm. uh, lounges. There's absolutely nothing to like flying out of Seattle, which I've done an awful lot. There is when you get to your gate area, you have to. Well, American airports are are more depressing. But I'm there's nothing. There's a Burger King and a and a. I'm talking more generally. News agent. When you when you when you drive past an airport like Heathrow, or you Mm -hmm. say, or you see the sign in the road saying Heathrow Mm -hmm. Airport this way, is there no frisson of excitement? Oh, oh, I I I wish in a sense I were going somewhere today interesting. No, no, I do. in a sense, I have more of a soul than you do. Yeah, that must be what it is. Yes. I, I, I'm excited. It's fun going past an airport and then seeing the planes flying incredibly Oh, I like low. that. And yes. you have that in, that split second of, why is that plane so low? And then you realise you're by an airport. Yeah. Um, no, I love it on the motorway when they've got the plane just yeah. in the right position above you. And yeah. sometimes it's a very big plane, like 7th or 7th. It almost looks like it's hanging in the air. You can't mm-hmm. believe 
Oh yeah, I don't. Whole, I it don't. Looks like I don't believe there. that they yeah. fly. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, they don't really. It's do ridiculous it, no. yeah. idea that they would. Yeah. Um, no, I'm one of these people who, uh, no matter if I, 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 I regularly go. Uh, I say regularly, about once a year, go on holiday to mm. visit friends in. in and America. you're always being flown where people are trying to bribe you. <laughs> when I get flown for work to go and visit your yeah, studios, they say, uh, right well, they say we'll give you lots of prostitutes and rum, and then you write nice things about our video games. Do you know games. that's never happened to me in, in, in eleven years well, of no the job? No wonder you've never given a nice review. To that's anybody. what it is. It's just the lack of prostitutes and rum. <laughs> it's meant all these games have suffered. If only the yeah. PRs understood. Name a name a game that was particularly badly reviewed by you. Uh, what any um, game? The most recently, I would say. Um, Simon the Sorcerer 5. And who, and who produced that game? I what? don't know. You can grab the copy of PC Gamer from the pile there and have a look. What, what, what games company produced Simon the Sorcerer? It was a German company. I don't remember their name. Oh, uh, well, you see, they probably didn't realise that if only they'd given you some rum. If they'd given me rum, then clearly I would have given it at least uh, 95%. I'm not looking in this thing. It has no search engine. <laughs> you, <laughs> Nick was upset by a magazine. You there, can't everybody. rep dead trees. It does have a contents page, though, which is quite similar. <laughs> Not similar enough. <laughs> Magazines are, are going to be dead soon. Now that Mr. Jobs has brought his iPad out, people have been. No, the iPad could be uh, could be a little breath of fresh air for magazines because mm. it's a perfect format for publishing them on. Mm. Be yeah. interesting. Are you going to buy yourself an iPad, Nick? No, no. Are you? So anyway, yes. You said that you 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 do fly what about oh, so on holiday, and you also get flown away on bribery trips. On bribery trips, I get flown for work. Cause it's quite hard to visit the studio without flying there. Yes. Um, to see the game you get your rum and prostitutes you get my my lack of rum and prostitutes so far Mm. Um, they do put you in nice hotels though you have to be fair on that I've stayed in in a range of hotels some have been very nice some have been Mm. very average the best one was in Uh, was that the one in LA, that was the best hotel, wasn't the it? W. Not the one in Seattle. No, no, the, 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 the W in LA is possibly the best hotel right. I've ever stayed at. Fair enough. Very comfy bed. Right. It's all about the comfy bed, as far as I can say. You could put okay. me in a, in a shoebox as long as I had a comfy bed. Yeah. Um, so you fly there as well, yeah. But I fly for holidays uh, yeah. to visit some friends in America about once a year. And, and I love those trips. They're a wonderful time. I have a brilliant time. But the day before I fly, if I could press a button that cancelled it, I'd, I'd hit that button. You'd cancel the day before? Every not time. Not the day. Not the day, but the day before I would cancel any trip, no matter how much I was looking forward to it. Well, that used to be the case with me really? when I was young, but for different reasons. I found the anticipation having to think, I have to, I have to sleep a whole night's worth oh, right. in order to get to the treat day was almost too much to bear. <laughs> So for me, it's just the the hassle and the stress because well, getting from yeah, you got to pack and you got to get from Bath to London, which is a pain, and you got to get there, and then you got a, an eleven hour flight or whatever mm. it is, and it's like or to, probably to the to that coast it would be a, mm. a nine hour flight, um, which is a lot of time to be sat in a crappy economy seat. Well, on, you shouldn't go economy. I can't afford to do anything else. Uh, no choice. To. Well, no, but you need to tell these people. No, no, I'm talking about mine. I go on holiday. Oh, when you go on holiday, well, you need to be given enough bribery trips. Yeah. To pump full your account. Sadly, if there were any bribery, I would be flying. <laughs> there isn't any bribery to take. So sadly, it doesn't seem there's not as much bribery and corruption in the games industry as people like to imagine. Idiots, maybe that's why it's so struggling. Yeah, the, the games industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really having a hard time now. It's bigger than the British film industry. It's having a really oh, difficult oh, time. Yeah. Easy to be bigger than the British film industry. <laughs> no, they're struggling very badly. I read that article... <laughs> I read an article and they said... Oh, you did, did you? Because of piracy, they're, they're, <laughs> oh, yes. they're, they're almost dead. It's very much like... Oh, no, sorry, I read that 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, of course, that was the 1980s. Yes. <laughs> they're still writing those articles <laughs> they're now. They're still writing They're very much like... Uh, and, your, and, your, and your colleagues are still reading them and believing them, I heard, on their own <sighs> crappy podcast with a bad sound. Thanks. Um, Not the, your... No, you know... I know. Uh, thanks for the position you're putting me in. Yeah. Um, well, well, I think I you think... have to put your metal where your money is. 
I, I think I've made my position very clear, and I think they, I know, well, they were, stated they were, my well, position. Well, to be fair, podcast. thanks for putting you in that position. They were making fun of you openly on this podcast. It's mm-hmm. not like we're very professional and we keep our differences. We keep our differences apart. Mm-hmm. Your colleagues were making fun of you for your naive position in in wondering whether the fact that these games companies have been writing the same article for eight million seven hundred sixty-two thousand four hundred twenty-two years might indicate that they're protesting slightly too much. That shows a naivety. I think, I think perhaps it does. Yes. Perhaps there's some hints here. It shows there. a naivety for but, not believing every. Everything they say in their self-interested reports. You're so naive, <laughs> If only you could be more cynical like these people who believe every word they say. <laughs> um, and home taping killed music, don't forget that. Uh, exactly. Uh, and home sleeping killed hotels. <laughs> That's an excellent point. It's a good point. Probably pirated. <laughs> You're pirating bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> And, there, actually, no, I think, and then, then there was also somebody making fun of home of home taping kills you and they said what was it um, home eating kills restaurants <laughs> <laughs> which I like that I like, I like this a lot I'm yeah. going to get a t-shirt so this written on home eating kills restaurants <laughs> 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 can you imagine like the owners of uh, McDonald's breaking <laughs> your front door down <laughs> your have you been making burgers at home <laughs> you've been copying our special sauce it's actually very difficult to copy McDonald's special sauce I've tried yeah, the closest I've got is if you mix um, mustard with mayo with American mustard, of course, yeah, of with course. mayo and a little bit of uh, vinegar and some pepper and uh, touch a very small amount of tomato ketchup. Now I haven't eaten anything from McDonald's in I think it's over ten years. No advice. I don't know how close that got. But the, che- the I miss the still miss the cheeseburgers. They were Why? really good. Why? Something really wrong about them. They are wrong. Something but delightfully wrong. Yes, like... Something very nice. No, I won't make the obvious jokes. I think we've talked enough about cream teas and cardinals for I imagine for so. one series. But yes, no, I agree. So, so anyway, no, so I'd like to defend my colleagues somewhat. They, 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 they will gladly take stands against ridiculous DRM and, have to, and we have done. No, but they do it in um, a very mealy-mouthed way. So, uh, oh. I, know, I disagree with them all and they should be shot against a wall. Well, I agree with that, Along, along with Jack and their friends. Um, but yes, I think I, I, I would you know, make my position very clear, which is that clearly piracy has done no harm uh, so far. Well, empirically, there hasn't. There clearly hasn't. There's as, no as, evidence. Of as, as you've said, if, if if by harm you mean has made the most well, more successful than the most other media industries, yes, uh, then yes, that's an interesting sort of harm. Now, what where it becomes annoying <laughs> is where they start saying, "Yes, but think of the trillions of pounds that we otherwise would have made." We, we've, o- we've only made fifty billion, but think of the trillions we could have made. Well, a boohoo, you've only made fifty billion, and mm-hmm. b you're talking about trillions of imaginary pounds, imaginary money. Yes. You know, you know, there's no evidence that anybody would have purchased your. And indeed, there is more increasing evidence to suggest that the, almost none of them would have purchased. Yes, and indeed, so there, yes, there is money lost from piracy. No, it's not significant compared to the amount of money that's being made. Yes. That's what evidence seems to suggest. And I think since why I, bother with evidence when you've got PR announcements? Well, exactly. Yes. Um, Still, your colleagues are all awful, and you no, should break not. up with them and start your own. You should start yeah. Paper Rock Shotgun. That's what I should do, shouldn't yes. I? My Exclusive. Are... John's breaking up from Rock Paper Shotgun. The site's <laughs> closing down. Without me, they're nothing. Without Why do you me, say they that? fall apart. Well, some, it's funny. Sometimes I go to that front page of Rock Paper Shotgun, and you're never there. It's, un, it's unlikely that I'm never there. Or, or you write something that says John provides link to Dancing Monkey, and then you don't write you don't write long articles for it anymore, do you? Yes, I do. 
Do you? Yes. Promise? Yes. Strike your heart and hope to die? Strike my heart and hope to die. Stab my heart and hope to die immediately after. I always try and inculcate some sort of jealousy and suspicion between the rock and I know, it's fun. Um, I I wonder if I I will succeed. I'll get one of you. (laughs) You want to drive us apart? You know, Alex says that you smell. Does he? I do smell, though, so that's fair. And Jim Rosignol... Yeah. Says that your beard has got peas in it. <laughs> it does have peas in it. So, so are. these are both fair comments. What yeah. does Kieran say about me? He doesn't talk about you anymore. Not at That's all. the worst thing. He's, he's too. He's forgotten. He's, he's too forgotten. famous. Ooh, ooh. He's too oh, famous I remember. Him, I remember him from when I was a little person. That's right. Before I. He's one he, of the little people. Kieran writes every comic in the world now. He even writes in those. Um, those when you get on an aeroplane and you have the safety instructions he mm-hmm. writes that comic really? as well yes that's his does he write does that. he write chick tracts he does he writes <laughs> chick tracts <laughs> well he's, he's a, very big he's on a the, terrible how writer. the muslim moon god's gonna send us all to hell he's yeah. very and, he's dungeons, very and dungeons and dragons of course uh, dungeons and dragons yes as i said to my, uh, my vicar back in guildford and i showed him that and he said yeah. he'd met his wife at the D club at his university well, his wife must be safe and, uh, and indeed he must be as well and so it's like oh dear he said i'm in a lot of trouble aren't I? <laughs> said the vicar of the church I work for. Of Dibley. Oh, isn't it sad um, that Lenny, Henry and Dawn French are splitting up? Let's, let's, let's have a pause. To a get a, a little moment. Boo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems that he was a bit of a philanderer, didn't it? Yes. Do you know it was quite funny? Um, she constantly went on about how her Len loved bigger women and, he, and, he, and she sounded quite patronising because in his culture, of course, all his women are big. She said, which Did was a bit odd. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know. If he comes, so it comes from a bunch of Jamaican uh, of Jamaicans, and in their culture, all women are big. She said, and How and funny. that's and that's why she he likes all big women, and he'd never go for a, some stick insect. Of course, we could. If you look at if you look at all the people with whom he philandered, they were all kind of blonde stick insects. Because you, oh, and you can't you can't libel the divorced, so we can say no, anything we like. It, at exactly, this point. indeed. Yeah. But, uh, although Dawn doesn't like cream tea, she likes Terry's chocolate orange, as she's hoard herself after that. That's so true. But I do like Dawn French. I think it's hard yeah. not to. I don't, I can't stand her. I like really? Jennifer Saunders, but I don't like Dawn French. I like Jennifer Saunders too, but... Oh, Jennifer Saunders is much better than Dawn French in every way. Oh, I would say that Jennifer Saunders is a better comedian than Dawn French, but I can't help but like Dawn French. Actually, Jennifer Saunders on QI... No, actually, no. Hmm. No, 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 no. Jennifer Saunders, I've, I've, funny enough, bring it all... I've seen her on Top Gear. Yes. She was okay on that, but actually, if you ever see her in real life, she's quite shy and slightly uptight. Right. And I think perhaps she wouldn't therefore work that well on a programme that requires people not to be shy and uptight. Interesting. All our American listeners will wonder who Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French are, which shows you how parochial what British they, what would they know? What would they know them from? They would know them from something. I don't think they were. Absolutely Fabulous. Oh, Absolutely Fabulous. Of course, it was huge in America. Although so, yes, Dawn French wasn't Dawn French on wasn't it. On it. They'll know Jennifer Saunders from that. They might know the Vicar of the Dibley. Vicar of I Dibley, maybe. Maybe. Maybe on but, um, uh, channel name I've just forgotten. Channel PBS. PBS, that's the one. I couldn't get past PRI, Public Radio International. Yeah, no, I don't think it would be. Um, no, I, I would I would agree that Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders together did some interesting bits of so I've had a f- ferocious arguments with my friend about um, whether French was stew, about whether French and Saunders were good or not. I think they were brilliant. They I think were what good. they did, their I sketch shows were very yes. clever. They were clever, I yeah. agree. Uh, but I think I think Saunders was better than uh, Dawn. What I liked most French. about uh, French and Saunders was the Brechtian estrangement yes. of the sketches. Well, was, can, was, can you can we use the proper word then? For the the, the uh, f- 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 effect. 
Is that how you pronounce it? Verfremdungseffekt. Wow, I would never even come mm. close to it. Um, exactly, but the, the, and there would be like a, and it wouldn't even just be two layers. There would be three layers of of it in their sketches. So especially the sketches in in Jennifer's white house. You know, there would yeah, be yes. the unpacked co- yes. um, plastic coated white house she yes. lived in, which was like a be- blank canvas house mm. for for a, a sketch. Yes. But it was actually Jennifer's home in the reality of the sketch. And then mm. Dawn would come in as Dawn. Yes. But she would have, but she would be uh, Neo in the Matrix. Yes. Or she would be um, and uh, and have an alien in her belly yes. from a, from the Alien film, which would annoy uh, and make Saunders tetchy. Oh, what are you yes, doing? Yes, exactly. Now? And so, but they would carry on. But they were being French and Saunders at the same mm. time. So, they were being in a sketch show that they were conscious of, despite it actually being her real house, despite themselves being characters from a yes. film that they were pastiching all at once. And I think yes. there's something really clever about well, that. Isn't recognised? And the way they would they would try and sort of um, upstage one another as well. Yes, yeah. uh, and, you know, that was part of the joke as well as not being part of the joke as well as actually being part of the script which was necessary mm-hmm. for Dawn French's weird thing that was happening to her and that kind of thing. So, yes, yeah. I agree. It was cleverer than I think some people noticed. I think so. Um, there were some rubbish sketches on Oh, of the course. Well. The, you know, the fact that Dawn French is fat and dance like Madonna or whatever it might be, mm. or Britney Spears or whatever, you know... Uh, yeah. Isn't it's it's amusing enough? It's not particularly clever. Do you remember that a very clever sketch? Did Jennifer post- Saunders was very attractive when mm-hmm. she was younger. Definitely. Mm. You know, post um, Dawn French, I don't think was. I think she. I think she's she quite fanciable. I think Dawn French is pretty fanciable. She's pretty. Well, pretty, pretty. When you look back at what was, what's interesting is she. She's always been considered fat. Mm-hmm. Even but, from the beginning, yes. but that shows you our different perception <laughs> over does. time of what we consider to be fat, which is quite alarming. Because if you actually look at her now and the very early sketches, go say, back and look at her in comic, the original sort of, comic she sort of just looks yeah. like most women look <laughs> like on TV now. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's very Whereas funny. now, of course, she's she, now we call her fat. She, she she's kept up with the times, hasn't <laughs> she? Yes. No, they did a sketch. It was years ago now, mm. but it was post absolutely fabulous, and it was a really clever kind of breakdown of what Ab Fab had been and done as to them as comedians. Right, and so you had. Um, uh, Helen Mirren mm-hmm. as the mother in this sk- in the sitcom, and Julia Swallow was playing the daughter, mm-hmm. and and uh, and uh, Don French was doing canned laughter right. around the corner with a special machine. Yes. And there's a beautiful point where Julia Swallow just cracks and goes, "I can't play teenage daughters anymore. I'm 43 years old." <laughs> Excellent. Um, it's, it such a, it's such a pity that she's a woo merchant, isn't it? It is a shame that she's a woo merchant. Yeah, she was great in Press Gang. Uh, oh, Linda from Press Gang. I always had a problem with Press Gang, as I've explained at length. I can't believe you had a problem with Press Gang. Something wrong with you. I, oh, talking about things that people have something wrong with. Yes. Um, you don't like people who don't appreciate the takeoff of in a plane. I agree with that. I oh, think. the takeoff of what, sorry? In a plane. So they're sitting in an oh, airplane. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm reading my newspaper. Yeah, I'm look at me. I'm so, I've been on so many planes, I don't even look at the window when we take off. I mean, we're only doing something that would have been considered witchcraft 200 <laughs> years ago, but you know. Uh, I've done this. So basically been... just a bus that drives on nothing. <laughs> I'm so used to this. I'm so absolutely used to this. I just, uh, I just, I just read my paper. You're being accelerated uh, down we... a runway such that the lavender flow will cause the, the craft to launch into the air <laughs> and stay there for hours. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's not just hopping. Oh, are we? Oh, jolly good. I suppose that's something. And I was like, oh, you, you liar. You're just a liar. You oh, yeah. desperately want to put your, press your nose against the glass and go, this is, shouldn't even be possible. This is amazing. I enjoy doing that when you take off. Yes, you also get that frisson of, I wonder whether we're going to suddenly exactly. right now collapse into a ball of flames, but you don't, and then you get all excited to watch. You suddenly see how quickly the, the, you zoom out. 
yes. as well. It's quite surprising because, you know, you're looking out and then you blink and the next minute, hold on, you can't see <laughs> the individual trees anymore. You can just yeah. see um, buildings and so and on. You, and, you, and there will be people... There will be people there, sorry, there will be people who say... Um, it's okay, I'll edit it out in the in post. Yeah, um, post. In post. There's, there'll be people who say... Just get a big scissors and sort of splice, <laughs> splice the tape together. That's what I shall do. Um, these people, they're, you know, they're doing that because they're nervous. They're, they're nervous flies and they're concentrating on the... I'm not, I'm not talking about the nervous flies. No, my mother this will do very... that. She will, but you'll see she'll be holding the newspaper upside down and her fingers will have gone through <laughs> yeah, the tape. That's right. Um, I'm talking about the, 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 the bravado. Yeah. The fake, look at I'm me. A bus- I'm, I'm a businessman. Even though you're sat in economy... Yes, um, <laughs> I'm not a very successful businessman. <laughs> I fly all the time. It's like, yes, you, you, on Ryanair, <laughs> <laughs> the Butterfield Airline. Yeah. <laughs> I just love to to say to these people, no, you can still have childlike glee. It's allowed. Mm. You can be free from this nonsense. What do you think of landing? I'm 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 always a, I'm, I think there's two points at which on the flight I'm certain we're going to die yes. and the first is and I'm not nervous no, no. I'm just well, I'm just, very relaxed yeah, about certain, it oh well yeah, so this is the point where we're all yeah, going to die yeah, fair yeah. enough yeah. and the first is after takeoff when you first turn or when you first oh, yes, of dip slightly yeah, you think, well, he, doesn't know, point, he doesn't know what he's doing I'm going to plummet yeah, out the sky yeah, and this course. whole plane is yeah. going to be exploded and the other time I'm certain we're going to die is when we land because one of the wheels will go down too first and the wing will clip and we'll cut a cartwheel down the runway but also I've noticed recently we, we, one goes far too fast when one's landing. You say, "No, oh, yeah, going, that's true. We're going far too quickly. We're not going to be able to slow down." Oh, right, we're turning off the runway. <laughs> but it is astonishing, as you see, you're, you're just gliding. I mean, there are some airports more than others where you have a wonderful illusions before you land, like those ones where the airport is just on the edge of water, mm-hmm. and you can't see anything out your window. Except water, 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 <laughs> yeah, water, right. water, water. We're touching the. Oh no, we're touching that. <laughs> San Francisco, Boston, Boston, and San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco is one where you take off toward water, right. and I'm. I'd don't know, but I'm fairly certain if the takeoff did fail, there would be no choice but to plunge into the sea. Right, that's the only. Op- I can't see how there could be any other option other than just plunging into yes. the sea. Yeah, rather than slowing down to a halt as all other airports there would are, offer. There are others that are also quite. You know, like you see, these really build these huge buildings and built-up area and things, and you think, oh yeah, and then, and then and then suddenly the airport. The, you know, the flat land just at the back of the airport appears like minutes, uh, half, no, minutes, seconds before landing. Uh-huh. Oh, I see, here's the airport. Why is he so low? There's still houses and there's a runway <laughs> and there's right. a station. We're going to land in a housing estate, I yeah. see. And then suddenly the runway just yes. sort of, uh, suddenly the, 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 sort of the mown grass around the runway mm-hmm. appears. Oh, I see, we're, we're there. But do you, do you, how do you feel when you have a bad landing or when they do touch one wheel down first or and you realise they're having to fire the thrusters on either side to kind of bounce the plane back out to stop you from cutwheeling down they the runway they don't fire the thrusters <laughs> on either side to bounce they, you, they will not they will never do asymmetric reverse <laughs> that's thrust. what they do that they, will, have that, that, no, they have to because otherwise the thing would spin it's like a spaceship no, that, 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 that would come with what they, what they use is they use the rudder the, 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 they, no, they, they're not in the they don't use the oh, ailerons. They use the rudder. I don't to... know anything about planes, but I'm aware that they're having to adjust. No, they will adjust. The they'll adjust the the flaps before they've landed. Okay. No, not the flaps. They will adjust the the ailerons before right. they've landed. Um, but uh, they're, they're, and then and then they'll use the rudder just so that they don't mm-hmm. deflect. But no, I mean usually I tend uh, to just roll my eyes. That's no, my reaction often, to a bad. Off, oh, no. oh, you could do a better job than that. Yes, exactly. No, but often if you have a hard landing. Um, you might think, oh, that was a very hard landing. That was he, he oh, he's going to be hitting himself. But often they're actually, you're told to do a hard landing. Because mm-hmm. if, especially if the runway's a bit wet, 
or it's going to rain or it's raining, if you do a hard landing, then you get better immediate grip because oh, the right. tyres okay. are warmed up. You know, you, you slam yourself into the runway, so mm-hmm. of course the tyres immediately grip, grip onto the runway and you slow down. So actually, If you slam hard enough, you just stop at yeah. that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where all that energy goes. Um, <laughs> Jesus takes it and uses it to make rice pudding. So, that's exactly so, so, so that's so so yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes hard landing are necessary um, and useful. So don't always criticise them. Sometimes you'll also be landing if you're landing in a crosswind. You'll be landing in a really weird crab leg way. That's the way you're supposed to do it. So it's almost you're almost side on to the right. runway, and then you then you um, straighten out and point. So you'll be you'll be coming side on to the runway, and you'll straighten out just at the last second mm-hmm. because of course there's a crosswind, and that's how you do a crosswind landing. So often when you think they've cocked it. Up is just it's just the procedure. How do you feel when weird. you land when they land nose first into the into one of the buildings by um, the airport? How do you feel? Well, like? I, I find that's convenient because then you get to use the slides. That's true. You don't have to, don't have to, always... don't have to wait for the bloody um, gantry to come out. Yeah. Oh, I, do, I I I I hope I'm not the only person who. Um, who kind of wants to have a go on all that stuff. Well, if you want to have a go on that, well, um, why don't you volunteer for when they're uh, registering a new plane, they have to guarantee that they can evacuate it in oh, 90 yeah. seconds. So they test it and they will actually put out the slides, um, uh, well, half the slides, and then you evacuate and you get to jump on them. You can try that. <laughs> Sounds on. How many times have you flown Virgin? Have you flown enough that you know Vic Reeves' script from the safety announcement off by heart? Um, almost. Well, I heel shoes. Yes. It used to be Danny Bear who was the lady. It was, car. and then she was replaced. Danny Bear was replaced with Danny another lady. Bear was replaced. When I wonder no, why. Hold on, Danny Bear's no longer famous. So, they got rid of yeah. <laughs> so there's a nice, there's a nice bit in that where I've seen it so many times that the jokes make me wince now. But yeah. um, there is a nice bit where she says, uh, "Please pay special attention, even if you're a frequent flyer." And then Vic Reeves goes, "Like me." Yes, <laughs> that always makes me laugh. There's also, there's also, it's interesting on the video they've got. The, play, the, the tosser on the plane. Yeah, they do. With, with his shades and his glasses. Yeah, right. you never get... He smokes in the toilet, he wears his Cuban heels, yeah, he's right. generally an idiot, uh, and we all hope he dies in the crap. <laughs> you never get him on the BA one, it's always perfect. I've never watched shiny the, I, people. I haven't, I haven't flown BA oh, right. in so long, I've not actually seen but their bizarre, It's quite interesting that they've they clearly commissioned a cartoonist who looked like it does a similar style to the, the Virgin one. Oh, really? Do but they? then there's no jokes. Right. So it's this really miserable, nasty, overstyled stylized cartoon of perfect pretty people right all, all having fun together. drinking champagne yeah, right. on, drinking champagne on the life raft I like it best when they have that, that, that video on the virgin flights where they say um, uh, you know during the flight you may want to watch the relaxation channel in which you can watch a picture of a woman sitting on a beautiful pier by the beach stretching out while you're there with your unable to move your legs because of the right. chair in front what oh is, this is really relaxing watching what else this woman what does the lady do I don't know, I've never watched it for very long. It makes oh, you me don't angry. need to watch it long, then you, you get your relaxation. I'm, done, I'm relaxed quickly. nice and quickly. Ready for <laughs> a nap. Lady. Ready for a quick nap. <laughs> oh, for dear. some reason, the people sitting next to me complain. <laughs> yes. like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's very rude. Yeah, they are rude, aren't they? Yes, I'm in the half mile high club. <laughs> half mile high club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that. that Yes, what happens at altitude? I, mean, I suppose it depends how pressurised the plane would be. Do you think every astronaut in the world has had a go just to find out what it does? What happens? No, because I imagine it would be quite embarrassing in zero G. <laughs> they must have a special <laughs> room that we don't get, the public no, don't get That's not the room, I'm just saying, you know, generally dealing with the outcome would be... <laughs> Flying through the They have the M and M's floating. They vacuum. I think that'd be yum, half yum, the fun. Yum, of it. Yeah, that's a quote, Richard. <laughs> yes. Oh I think I think all astronauts must be tempted to have a go. We've gone on for ages too long. It's fifty-four minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. 
It's Sorry, okay. everybody. I think it's been worth it. I think the discussion of astronauts, astronauts, and and, for, Zero and how they and how they'd cope with um, em- emissions. Zero g emissions. Yes. <laughs> think on that, ladies ponder, and gentlemen. Ponder on that matter. Um, yeah, I guess all drugs will have to be legalised as then. a consequence of that. Bye bye. I don't like the way you do that. I think you should stop doing that. And the artificial summing up, summing up moment. I don't like it. I think we should. I- I'm going to do it every time now. I know you are. I think we should just more naturally come to no, a, I won't. a conclusion. I'm summarise every time. I think you, should, you didn't last time, so you failed last week. Well, I shan't fail again. <laughs> that, I... that, 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 that's for for room. the reason I failed last week is I had information overload and forgot about it. Can is that right? Yeah. Can you sing an outro to go with the intro that I've inevitably edited in on the beginning of this? Certainly not. Can you sing a goodbye from Rum Doings song? <laughs> goodbye from Rum Doings. Now get back to your pooings. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>